Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. I don't know what to do because when I come here, I get wasted in the worship, the atmosphere. So I feel many things, the prophetic animal that I am. Sometimes I get messed up. Do I start with this? Do I do that? But later. <laughs> okay, let, 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 let's put some order to it, you know. Um, I think let's do it this way. Let me pray for four categories of people at the end of this teaching. Is that good? Yesterday when I was in Chigali, the Lord told me that when I come tonight, I need to pray for a person that has been going through a legal battle. They're facing a legal battle. There's some legal things, legal things you are dealing with. I don't know whether you're here or whether you're online. But I believe that after I've told, I'll pray for you. And the instruction is that I anoint you with oil and uh, victory is going to unfold in an amazing way for you, whoever you are. I believe that. I believe that. The Lord has spoken to me. The other category I'll pray for are people bidding. Looks like somebody here, you're bidding for some big deal. You're bidding. It's a bidding deal. And it's serious monies. And the competition is stiff. But something is going to break loose for you. There's going to be a breakthrough tonight. And I'll, I'll pray for you. And that God is going to do amazing things. And then the other two, maybe three, uh, healing things. Healing things. And those ones, we shall sort them out together. Is that okay? Okay, good. <laughs> good. Hallelujah. Amen. Raise your hands above your head. Father, we come to you. We ask that your word will come to us. We ask that you open us up, body, spirit, and soul, and let your word enter. We ask that you unfold the power of your word to affect every facet of existence. We ask that it shall not be the same again. Open our eyes to see Jesus. Cause us to fall in love with him again, that we may serve him the rest of our days. And everybody said amen. I want to teach, preach, speak. Apostle never told me what to do of any of those. So I'm going to mix everything. But I want to speak along the subject of activating the gift of your faith to the fullest capacity. You know, the faith in you stretch it this year to its fullest potential. John chapter 14 and verses 12 to 14, he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do. Because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. 
I don't know whether you notice that it's a faith thing that Jesus is talking about. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, believes in me, they have faith in me. And then he talks about works and greater works. Tonight I want to start by saying that this faith that we've got, let's keep on activating it and stretching it. There is no limit to what God can do for us and through us. There is no limit. All we need to do this year is to keep on stretching that faith in you and to keep on activating it. Did you know that if you are a child of God, you have faith? If you are a child of God, you can never say that I don't have faith. You've got faith. Romans 10 and verse 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. If you have read that scripture from verses number 8 to verses number 17, it talks about how people get saved. Number 2, it talks about how people are reached. And so it's saying that when they are reached with the word of Christ, with the gospel, then they get faith. So it's talking about that anybody who is redeemed and believes, they are given that initial faith for them to believe in Christ. And that's the basis for upon which they build to do anything in the kingdom of God. Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 to 9, he says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. In this scripture, he's talking about the way you got saved. You were saved by grace. He had mercy on you and he saved you. And then he gave you the faith, the saving faith. He gave you the ability to believe in the finished work, that faith. So nobody who believes can claim they don't have the faith. Are you following me? And that's what I want us to activate this year. So that we, 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 we max it. We get all the juice out of it. Romans 12 and verses number 3. For by grace given to me, I said to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to what? The measure of faith that God has assigned. Every believer has got a measure of faith assigned to them. And interesting, the Holy Spirit uses a, 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 an interesting word there for assigned merizo. And in the Greek, it means to be bestowed. So faith has been bestowed upon you. None of us is void of faith. It has been bestowed upon you. It also means to get a peace. In a sense, God the Father has divided the faith of Jesus amongst all of us who believe and he has given you a peace. There is a peace of faith that the Father has given you. Are you still following me? Merizo also means impart. The day you got born again, God imparted a measure of faith on the inside of you. So before the end of August this year, every one of us is going to pull off great works. Works that are unfathomable. And that's what I'm preaching into. That's what I'm teaching into in the rest of the minutes that I have. And I know faith is a subject that has been taught in this house beginning last year. But I want to remind you what the essence of faith is. The power 
of faith lies in the God who is believed. The power of faith lies in the God who is believed. The power of faith is not in the faith. The power of faith is not in your prayer life. The power of faith is not in your fasting. The power of faith is not in your prophetic action. The power of faith lies in the God who is believed. And he says faith is belief in God's willingness and his goodness. Once you believe in his willingness and his goodness, then there is no telling what he will do. Romans 5, 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Me and you are saved because we put our faith in the goodness, in the kindness, and in the mercies of God. In essence, faith is putting your faith in the goodness and in the love of God. And so reading Matthew 15, you come across this Canaanite woman and the disciples want her to be cast out and she insisted on having her baby delivered by Jesus. And then Jesus goes like, I wasn't sent to you Canaanites. I've been sent to the lost sheep of Israel. She keeps on believing in his goodness and in his kindness. And then Jesus said, I cannot give the food of children to dogs. And then she insists that even the dogs can have the crumbs. Insisting on the goodness of God, the kindness of God. And ultimately, she gets a miracle. In Issa's faith is belief in God's goodness. Number two, it's belief in God's geographical limitlessness. God's geographical limitlessness. That I can stand here in Naria and God pulls off a miracle in Chigezi for my grandfather and my grandmother. I can't stand here. His, his belief in God's geographical limitlessness. And so you come across in Luke chapter 7 this Roman centurion and Jesus is ready to get into his house. But this man says, speak a word. I'm also a man in authority, another authority. I tell one to go and they go. I tell one to come and they come. Speak a word. And though the servant is not in the close proximity of Jesus, he sends a word and that person is delivered. Once you believe, you must believe in God's geographical limitlessness. 1999 did a crusade in Nebi, Pida. And uh, while in Nebi, God is healing many people. I was teaching on the Holy Spirit. People getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. And they bind a lunatic in a little, little house. Waiting for me to lay hands on him. After I've told. Now after the service, he had escaped. And nobody knew where he was. And so I stand in that little shack and I say, There is no distance in the realm of the Spirit. And I said, wherever you are, I bind every devil on you. And I command you to be set free. May the Lord restore you and heal you. So we got to a crusade, which was about a kilometer away from where we were. And he was totally restored after years. Belief in God's geographical limitlessness. Last year, I received a, a WhatsApp message from a friend of mine in South Africa. And she says, I'm sending you a family from Congo. They need your prayers. And days before, a gentleman in Congo had been paralyzed. 
he couldn't speak he couldn't see he couldn't sit he couldn't stand and he was flown into Arua and then driven to Mengo hospital and he was there nobody knew what to do and I said okay I'm going to send a WhatsApp voice prayer message and I pray and I packed the Holy Ghost and the anointing in the prayer and I tell the wife make sure he listens because he can hear so he listens once and he, and, 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 and he opens his eyes and he sits up and he stands long story short he comes to the church to prove that the Lord has touched him believe in God's geographical limitlessness in essence faith is belief in God's power to handle the impossible God's power to handle the impossible so when four friends of a sick man tear the roof in Mark chapter 2 and they lower him where Jesus is the Bible says Jesus sees their faith what kind of faith does he see? He sees that they believe that to God nothing is impossible. The lady with the issue of blood touches the hem of his garment in Mark chapter 5. And Jesus tells her, your faith has made you whole. Which faith? Faith in the, in the trust that God can do anything that doctors have failed to fix for 12 years. Mark chapter 10, blind Bartimaeus stands before Jesus and Jesus asks him what do you want me to do for you and uh, he says I want to see then Jesus said let it be given to you according to your faith he has the faith that though I was born blind Jesus has the power to open my eyes in essence faith is firm belief in a God who can fix the impossible are you still following me Last year, in about February, March, I was preaching in Texas, in a place called Denton. <laughs> and so, a friend of mine, he leads the church there. He says, James, I want you to come and do the healing thing. And so, we are going to have a worship service. We're going to give you 15 minutes. Come and do the healing thing. I said, okay, I'm happy to do the healing thing. <laughs> So I, I just pray and I, I'm like, Lord, please move in a big way. And so the moment I step into this space, I, I, hear, I sense the prophetic. So I give a word to the pastor. I give a word to another pastor. I give a word to the worship team. And then the Lord gives me words of knowledge. The first one was that of a veteran. He had fought in Afghanistan in the army. And the bombs had blown out his ears. He was deaf. Two minutes, Jesus fixes his ears and he's able to hear and he cries and he wastes the carpet and then I call out somebody with tummy problems a lady called Linda African American and God heals her but this one is what I'd never seen before in my life so I call out a person I say there's somebody here you have a problem in your chest the Lord is saying that your problem is from the arraignment of the skeleton it's skeletal come and everybody goes quiet. And I say, please come. You can't force them. They don't want to come. So I'm like, I'm about to move on to another word of knowledge. This young lady, 19 years old, stands up. White young girl. And I say, okay. My baby sister, what's the deal with you? She says, I have pain in my chest. When I was born, my ribs 
one side was in front of the other so this this side is this in front and the other one is this back so at that moment i have pity on jesus because i don't know how he's going to fix it i'd never seen anything like that before i said okay let, let, let us pray now this is how powerful god is after two minutes of praying the pain is gone and she says i'm healed so i ask her how do you know you are healed she says for the first time in 19 years my chest is leveled in essence faith is belief belief that with god nothing is impossible he can fix what we cannot fix faith is belief that what god has given you cannot be taken away and that it works each time so when peter and john come to the get beautiful they say silver and gold we have none acts chapter 3 but what we have we give unto you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk peter and john are saying we have it he gave it to us and I want to challenge you, stop fidgeting every moment you have an opportunity to pray for somebody, wondering whether it's going to work the way it worked. I'm here to declare that the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. They are irrevocable. What God has given it to you, you have it forever, and it's going to work in any situation all the time. It's belief that what God has given me can't be taken away and it works each time. Faith in God, however little it is, has got unimaginable powers. Matthew 17, 20, for truly, truly, I said to you, if you have faith in a, like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing shall be impossible for you that's how powerful faith is that faith on the inside of you mark 11 and verses 21 to 24 and peter remembered and said to him rabbi look the fig tree that you cast has withered and jesus answered them have faith in god truly i said to you whoever says to this mountain be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believe that what he says will come to pass it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it shall be yours. However little you feel that your faith is, it has such a capacity and a propensity to pull off unimaginable things. So when faith is left in its littlest form, May I suggest that it's not useful? And when you keep on holding to your little faith, Jesus will come and rebuke you. Matthew 17, 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why would we not cast it out? He said to them, because of your little faith. Understand, he's not commending them. He's not applauding them. He's rebuking them. God wouldn't want you to come to November this year with that kind of little faith that he gave you. It has to be grown. It has to be stretched. 
Mark, Mark chapter 4 and verse 37 to 40. And a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat. So that the boat was already filling, but he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? When we don't grow it, when we keep it little, when we don't exercise it, when we don't manifest it, all we get from the master is a rebuke. Matthew 14, 28 and to 31. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and told and took a hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Here is what I want to communicate to your heart. That all saved believers have got faith. As we have seen, they have a piece of Christ's faith. It has been bestowed upon them. It has been imparted in them. And it's about what they are intending to do with it. Either they're going to leave it as it is, or they're going to trust to begin to grow it. And here is what believers like you and me will do with the faith that Christ has given us. Others will even assume that they don't have it. So they carry themselves along as, I have no faith. It's Abmo who has that kind of faith. It's Pastor B3 who has that kind of faith. And they claim they have no faith. And once you are at that level, all you do is to live in fear of whatever the enemy throws at you. The other category of people is that those who acknowledge the faith they have, but they do nothing about enlarging and expanding it. And so Jesus recognizes that they have it, but he rebukes it for being little. Matthew 17, 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? He said to them, because of your little faith. They have chosen to keep it that way from January to December. From the day they got born again, they are doing nothing about nurturing and growing their faith. Then there is another group of believers. You only find them in worship harvest. They choose to activate their faith. However small they started with it, they choose to activate their faith until Jesus calls it the great faith. Matthew 15 and verses 28, then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be done for you as you desire. And that daughter healed, was healed instantly. That which is little today, by the end of April 2024, can become the greatest kind of faith in Kampala, the greatest kind of faith in Africa. And that's what God is inviting you to do this year. Of the Roman centurion, here is what Jesus says in Luke 7, 9, when Jesus heard the things, he marveled at him, 
turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I suggest to you that the faith that was given to you on the day that you got born again does not have to step the way it was given to you. This year we are committing to exercising a faith. We are committing to stretching a faith. We are committing to fertilizing and nurturing a faith. We are committing to expanding a faith until it can be categorized as great faith I'm about to close by the way and before I close I want you to let me know once your faith I don't care what your size is once your faith is full blown it grows there is no telling what that faith can do look at what that kind of faith has done in scripture Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 32 to 38 And what more shall I say? For time would fail me if I tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the powers of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, we are made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown into and were killed with a sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves and uh, caves of the earth. Notice from this scripture that the faith in you can conquer kingdoms. The faith in you can enforce justice. The faith in you can obtain promises. The faith in you can stop mouths of lions. The faith in you can quench the power of fires. The faith in you can escape the age of the sword. The faith in you can make you strong having been weak ever since we were born. This could be the year that you are going to become the strongest because of the faith in you. The faith in you can make you mighty in war. May I declare to you that whatever challenges you are going through, whatever battles you are facing, it is a blessing in disguise. Because after it's over, because it will soon be over, you are going to be stronger than ever before. You are going to be on top of that game. The faith in you can make you mighty in battle. Can cause you to raise the dead. Like some of these women that the Bible talks about. And tonight friends, as I close. This is what I came to share about. That this faith we have got. Let's keep on activating it. Let's keep on stretching it. There is no limit to what God will do for us. And through us. And today I'm not talking to 
the location leaders alone. I'm talking to that person. Even within you, you feel insignificant. But God says there is a seed of heaven on the inside of you. It's a little dynamite waiting to explode. And God says 2024, give that faith a chance and do whatever it takes to stretch it. Give it opportunities to show up. And God says by the end of this year, there will be no telling what God is going to do through you and even for you and here is how I want to close tonight what are the things you need to do to stretch that faith I'm going to suggest six simple things what are the things you need to do to stretch that faith number one keep in the faith crowd keep in the faith crowd hearing messages of grace and messages of faith Position yourself in such a way that you are always hearing the word now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we ask or think according to the mighty power that works on the inside of us. Hear that word until it's no longer just memorized, but it's resounding and ringing in your spirit all the time. Let it change your mindset. Let it become the running software in your mind and subconscious that my God can do exceedingly, abundantly. Position yourself in a crowd that believes. One that is always saying that with God nothing shall be impossible. What is impossible to men with God all things are possible. As you position yourself in that crowd, that faith that God has given you is going to keep on growing. Even without you paying any attention to it. Why do I say so? Galatians chapter 3 and verses number 5 to 6 it says, does he who supply the spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. That means 2024, I must station myself where I hear faith all the time. I hear faith all the time. I hear divine possibilities all the time. I don't want to be among skeptics. I don't want to be amongst the cynical. Those who don't believe that anything can happen. Every miracle they hear about, they think is fact. No, 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 no. The fake miracles are fewer. The authentic miracles are more than the fake miracles because that's the order of God. He does supernaturally wonderful things. Are you hearing me? And so God is inviting you to position yourself, to surround yourself with faith-filled people. As you do, that faith of yours is going to keep on growing. I thank God for my history. That's how I was raised. Every week we grew up seeing miracles. We grew up seeing the supernatural. And it formed, it informed our mindset. So even before we ever did anything, we began to expect it because it's how we are conditioned. So whenever you come from a crusade and say, God moved, and they say, where are the wheelchairs? They ask, where are the crutches? Because that's how we are conditioned. And that did something in, in our spirits. And God is saying you have to be intentional, station yourself that way. Somebody say, Hallelujah.
So how are you going to expand it? How are you going to grow that kind of faith? Number one, we are saying keeping the faith crowd, hearing the messages of grace and faith. Number two, keep on doing the obedience actions. Keep on doing the obedience actions. Some of that is speak to those mountains relentlessly. Keep on talking to those mountains. Keep on preaching and evangelizing. Keep on sowing seeds, crazy, expecting a harvest. Keep on giving prophetic words to people and words of knowledge. Do it religiously. Don't stop. Commit to obeying those, the, 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 those obedience actions. Keep on praying for those who want to be baptized in the spirit. Every week calling people. Have you been baptized? They say no. Okay, lift up your hands. I'm going to pray for you. In two minutes from now, you're going to be speaking in other tongues. Lay hands on as many as maybe 10,000 this year. As you keep on doing that, something is happening to your faith. Keep on laying hands on those who need the healing. I challenge you to find the blind and lay hands. I challenge you to find the deaf and lay hands. I challenge you to find those with cancer and lay hands. It is not your business. It's God's business. As you keep on doing it, something is going to happen to your faith. And miracles are going to begin to explode in ways you have never known before. Keep on laying hands on the cripple, on the impossible cases, on the barren women. Lay hands. You are not alone. If God is on your side, who can be against you? I declare under the anointing, your hands this year will turn into miracle hands. Your feet this year will turn into miracle feet. Your voice this year will become a carrier of the miracles of God. Your countenance your presence will carry the very glory of God into spaces. Commit to obeying those faith actions. I challenge you this year to keep on laying hands on folks, activating the gifts and the destinies on the inside of them. Listen to me everybody. God has given you something that can quicken somebody's destiny. God has given you something that can bring somebody's gift to a level they have never known before. Many of us who are planting new churches, the people who are going to come to you first are those with little potential. But God will never send you anybody good for nothing. All that the Lord will call you this year to do is to lay apostolic hands on them and activate that which is buried in them. And as you bring it to the surface, there are going to be pillars in that house and pillars in that location. So how do you grow that faith? Keep on doing obedience actions. Why? Because all obedience actions produce results. The more you keep doing ob the obedience thing, the more results you will experience. How do you grow your faith? By prayer. There's something about intensive prayer. Locking up yourself before God and crying out to him with all your guts. It affects your faith. 
John 14, 12 to 14 says, Truly, truly, I said to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. Greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Verses number 12 talks about what you will do. Verses number 14 talks about how to do it. He's telling them, if you keep on praying, you are going to do greater works. If you keep on praying, you are going to keep on doing the works that I do. So you have to pray. As you pray, give yourself wholly to the Lord, seeking him, seeking his face. Something begins to happen to your faith. Can I also suggest that praying in tongues expands your faith? Praying in tongues expands your faith. Jude 20, 21. But you beloved, building yourself up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. As I shunder, until I shanduka, something happens in, to my faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, shanda until you shanduka. Did you hear me, friends? Can I teach just a little bit? Have you come across 1 Corinthians 14, I believe it is, that says that when we pray in tongues, we speak mysteries to who? To God. And the word mysteries in the Bible has three meanings. Number one, it means that which is only confided to the initiated. When you got saved, you are initiated into the kingdom. And there are things that God has confided to you that the unbelievers will never know. That's why there are things, there is a kind of talk. You talk to them, they can never understand because it's a mysterious kind of dynamic. When you got saved, you are initiated so that things can be confided to you by the Father that those who don't believe can never know. Number two, that one mysteries mean a hid, means a hidden meaning of a biblical picture, a vision, or a dream. Did you know that when you pray in tongues, unknowingly, inadvertently, you are praying into dreams, you are praying into visions, you are praying into pictures that your mind cannot comprehend. Number three, that word mysteries means God's mysterious dealings with those that he has redeemed. In other words, with us, when we appear as if we are going down, he is lifting us up. Because he has said all things work together for good for those who love God and those who are called according to his purposes. So as you pray in tongues, you begin to speak to him those mysteries, amazing ways he's going to work with you and your folks. End of the story is when you pray in tongues, something happens to your faith. Because when you pray in tongues, your mind doesn't understand. When you pray in tongues, you are showing heaven that I'm surrendered. I can even do something I don't understand. I give it all up to you. And something begins to happen to your faith. How do you increase your faith? The other thing you have to do, this is the second last one, keep 
the prophetic words before you. Let the prophetic words that God has given you guard your mind. First Timothy chapter 1 and verses 18 to 19. This church I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith. I keep everything God has spoken to me in spite of what I'm going through. And that keeps on feeding my faith. And I keep on telling myself, the one who has done what I've witnessed is also going to do what I've not seen yet. So you keep the promises before you. Tonight here comes my last one. I want to teach on how you can expand and grow that faith this year. And And the point is take courageous steps. Take courageous steps. Joshua 1 and verses 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want to suggest tonight that courage is that which makes you surprise yourself. I want to advise that courage shocks the enemy. When David hit Goliath, Goliath never knew what hit him. As he was on the floor, he wondered whether it was the small boy who had put him down. Because the courage in you will always surprise the enemy. Courage is that which opens up the territories that were given to you long time ago. Caleb was courageous enough to tell Joshua give me that mountain. Although the sons of Anakims are there 45 years ago it was given to me. I'm now ready to take that mountain. Courage is that which opens up the territories that were given to you long time ago. Courage releases more volumes of grace to flow through you. The more courageous you are, the more volumes of the more the volumes of grace are going to flow through you. That's why Acts chapter 1 verse 33 says, with great power the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Can I declare that 2023 was a year of grace? 2024 will be a year of great grace. Greater grace in your life. When you are courageous, you allow a greater grace to flow through you. Courage does things on a much larger scale. On a much larger scale. If you can only determine to be courageous this year, things are going to become bigger. Things are going to become larger. I don't care where your location is. Things are going to become bigger. Things are going to become larger. They're going to become bombastic no matter where you are. Courage does things on a much bigger scale. Courage gives a chance to what you have always believed. The three Hebrew boys go to to, to Nebuchadnezzar and say the God we serve is able to save us from the fire. 
Even if he doesn't save us, we will not bow down to your idols. And because they are courageous, they witness that which they have always believed. They witness God saving them out of the fire. There is something that has always sat in your belly. You have always believed that to a 2024, give it a chance to manifest. As you become like a lion, as you become like a lioness, give the thing you have always believed to see an opportunity to show up on the stages of your operation. Courage accesses that which God has not done yet. Courage accesses that which God has not done yet. And so in Exodus, I believe it's chapter 14, as they march forward towards the Red Sea, and Moses stretches his road towards the Red Sea, the waters part. It has never happened in history. They walk on dry ground in the middle of the Red Sea because courage accesses that which God has not done yet. It was courage that led them to step into the waters of the Jordan while the, 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 the river was still intact. But because they were courageous enough, the water stopped on this side and the water stopped on this side and they're able to go through because courage accesses that which God has known done yet. It was courage in Joshua 10 that led Joshua top to the sun and he says sun be still and he gave it, gave it a position where to stand and he said moon be still and he gave it a position where to stand and the Bible says on that day God listened to a man like he had never done before in the history of the world. I declare 2024, may the God of heaven listen to you like he had never listened to anybody known in this life. Courage is that which accesses that which God has not yet done. And so the message tonight is, my friends, your faith is never meant to stay on the same level. The greater it becomes, the more glory of Christ you're going to reveal. So there are things that you're going to do to keep that faith growing this year. Number one, keeping the faith crowd. Number two, keep doing the obedience actions. Number three, pray intensely and consistently about impossible cases. Number four, pray in tongues. Number five, keep the prophetic words before you. And lastly, make it a habit to take risks. Let, it be, let, let taking risks become your second nature. And I'm going to give you only 21 days from now because you're in season 21. You're going to come to me and say, Pastor, you can't believe what God is doing for me. You're going to see healings. You're going to see breakthroughs. You're going to see miracles. You're going to see signs and wonders like never before. Raise your hands above your head and pray in tongues loudly. One, two, three, go. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Come on, come on, come on, everybody. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Pray in tongues, everybody. Louder. Louder than that. Louder than that. As a man of God, I activate faith. 
I activate the gift of faith. I activate the gift of faith. I activate the gift of faith in worship harvest ministries. I activate the gift of faith. I activate the gift of faith. I activate the gift of faith in every sister, in every brother, in every one of my baby sisters and brothers. I activate the louder, louder. I activate the gift of faith. I command you to become fearless. I command you to become fearless. Let there be fire in your eyes. I command you to become fearless. Let there be fire in your eyes. Mazata Kande. Mazata Kande. I command you to acquire the order of talking to mountains. You will speak to them and they will level. You will speak to them and they'll be uprooted. Mountains of cancer, mountains of blindness, mountains of deafness, mountains of barrenness, mountains of poverty, bankruptcy, and joblessness. I activate the faith in you. Yandeke te hamakarami mande. Yandeke te hamakarami mande. Come on, everybody, lay your hands on your belly and pray in tongues. Lay your hands on your belly and pray in tongues. Today, I release something in you something of a boldness, something of a fearlessness. Father, I pray, let this be the days of Elijah. Let this be the days of Elijah. Let this year be a year of the days of Elijah. Give me a man in this service that is going to challenge all of us. Whose stories are going to inspire all of us. Give me a man in this service. Give me a woman in this service. Whose miracles, Mazenda, are going to raise the standard of what God can do. In any epoch, era, or generation, Yakota Hamikande, Kate, I activate faith. I activate the gift of faith. Mazato Koboko Rami Mande, Yande Kete Hamaka Rami Mande. It is like a wind, it is like a fire, it is like electricity. You are feeling it already. It is like a wind. It is like a fire. It is like electricity. It is like a wind. Some of you are feeling like a tremor in your entire being. You feel a shaking in there. If you feel the fire, raise those hands. If you feel the electricity, raise those hands. If you feel a shaking inside, raise those hands. Raise them, raise them, raise them. You feel a fire, you feel a wind, you feel electricity, you feel a tremor. I activate the gift of faith in this house. I activate ferociousness, 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 ferociousness. These are the days of Elijah. Look at that, look at that. I activate it, I activate Look at that, help him. Look at that. It is happening all over this place. Another one there. Look at that. Mazataka Makande. Yakata Hamikande. I activate the gift of faith. I release something on the inside of you. Mazatakande. I hear the Lord say, I'm giving you that city. 
I'm giving you that city. I'm giving you that city. I'm giving you that city. I hear the Lord say today, I'm giving you that city. I'm giving, yes, the anointing is coming upon her. Help her, help her, help her. I hear the Lord say, I'm giving you that city. Help her, help her, help her. I'm giving you that city. 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 I activate that faith. Mazato koboko rami mande. Mazeta kabaka rami mande. Mazata kande. Oh. Lower, lower, lower. Keep on playing. I see the angel of the Lord opening up the doors of your church, bringing, bringing in every leader in that community, bringing in the businessmen in that community. Even the Muslims who come, even the Muslims who come, even those who are witches who come in that house. That house is going to be the mountain that is higher than any other mountain in that place where God has planted you. I see the angel of the Lord opening up that house and you are beginning to touch the business people, even in that neighborhood, in that community. Behold what God is doing is marvelous in our eyes. One more time, raise your hands. And so, Father, I thank you for the gift of faith. Amaze us. Amaze us through her. Amaze us through him. Amaze us through her. Amaze the fathers of this land through her. Amaze the fathers of this land through him. Clap your hands, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. There is somebody here. You have a very complicated situation around your, your belly. It is gross. It is grave. Whatever you are, lift up both of your hands. And I'm asking the people next to them to lay hands on their shoulders. Please, quickly. I'm going to do it in one minute. Come on, release healing over them now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, let there be a divine operation in the tummy. I release a surgical miracle. 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 I release a creative miracle. I speak order. I speak order. I speak divine alignment in that system under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I sense God moving already. I sense the pain lifting already. I sense everything coming back into order already. That disease, that problem, that situation has left. It's no longer there. God has totally healed you by the power of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Number two. Number two. Let's do it together. There's somebody here you have a problem in your back, but I saw you in a vision. At times, you even you struggle to twist from one direction to another. You even struggle to get off the bed. You struggle to get off the chair because it's some, somewhere there, there, at, at the bottom of the back. That person, raise your hands wherever you are. We are believing God. Both of them, lift both of them, lift both of them. The people next to them, lay hands on them. Let us believe God for a miracle. Come on, pray and release a healing. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we release this miracle in their backs in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be total healing. Let there be total freedom. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and pronounce a creative miracle. In the name of Jesus, grant them a new waist, a new back, new muscles around there. Let the stiffness die to the roots and to the core. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. I don't feel it anymore. It's done. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One more. It is a stiffness in your thigh muscles. And it's painful. A stiffness in your thigh muscles. It's painful. Raise both of your hands. We are believing God for you, my sister. Believing God for you, my sister. Believing God for you, my sister. Another one. Believing God for you. Raise both of them. Let's lay hands on them. And believe God. Masato Hamonda. New thighs. New thighs. New thighs. New thighs, new thighs in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we release a creative miracle all around this place in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. We release a creative miracle. Let this pain cease, whatever's been causing it, let it die and drop to the ground in the name of Jesus. Incredible testimonies happening across this place and even online. We thank you. Clap your hands, all you people. Thank you, Jesus. Apostle, I need you. Come. Please come, Apostle. Just come. Just stand. Just, just behind me. And just lay hands on me. I need that apostolic grace to, to move things. I need some anointing oil, if you can. Give me some anointing oil. Is it here? Okay. If you have got a court case, a court case. Come and stand here. God is going to amaze you in a big way. Mazato homokonda. Is this all? We are believing God for a miracle. Jenda koto hobo ko rabi bazende. Jande kete hamaka rabi bozande kende. Yande kete hamaka rabi bozato robo kobrekende. Yende kebo ko rabi bonde. Raise both hands. Jenda kan. Lakoto homo koromombrekende Yakoto homo korabibo zatahande Yande kete hamakarabibo zatakande Yande kende kende God of justice show up 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 You have commanded us to speak to these mountains in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God we are speaking to anyone of these mountains this month of season 21 in the name of Jesus you have triumphed gloriously and you have given them the victory you have triumphed gloriously and you have given them the victory you have triumphed gloriously and you have given them the victory. You have triumphed gloriously and you have given them the victory. Whatever it is, I thank you for the song. I thank you for the dance and I thank you for the testimony in the name of Jesus. When we anoint you, you move back so that others can come close. It is done in Jesus' name. 
walk towards me. It is done in Jesus' name. 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 Come on, clap, clap, clap. It is done in Jesus' name. 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 You are going to see what God is going to do. It is going to be so amazing, so amazing. God is going to pull it off in an amazing way. It is done in Jesus' name. 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 The Lord has triumphed gloriously and is giving you the victory. You'll be amazed, my brother. The Lord has triumphed gloriously and is giving you the victory. It is done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. One more group. Those bidding, bidding, serious contracts, bidding, 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 and the competition is stiff. Let us supernaturally, by the grace of God, deliver that into your hands. Don't mind coming many times. Mazeto homo korama, raise your hands. Lord, this is how we overcome. This is how we win our battles. We come in your presence and you grant us favor. And you give us breakthroughs and you open the doors. And you give us the contracts. In the mighty name of Jesus, let these contracts be signed in their favor. We need ushers here. Let them be signed in their favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, do it for the glory of your name. Father, we pray that you go ahead of them in those boardrooms, in amidst those panels, whoever is a decision maker. Lord, let these, your people, win these contracts. Let them win these bids. Millions of shillings, thousands of dollars and euros and pounds in the mighty name of Jesus. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done. In Jesus' name. It is done. In Jesus' name. It is done. Where are you, my friend? In Jesus' name. It is done. 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 In Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. Whether they are Indians or Chinese or whoever, you will beat them. It is done in Jesus' name. 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 Come on, move fast. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done. It is done. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. 
It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. Bring my baby sister. It is done in Jesus' name. Feels like, feels like we prayed for a person in those two categories. We prayed for a person and you've been believing God for a child. You've been believing God for a child. Are you here? Are you here? Not here. You've been believing. Come quickly, run. Please come. And raise your hands quickly. Come. Pastor Ari, come please. Just lay hands on each of those wombs. Just lay hands quickly on each of those wombs. Zando koto hoboko ramande. God of miracles, how we love you. 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 God of miracles, we praise you. We receive a miracle. The Lord remembers you tonight. The Lord remembers you in season 21, 2024. He remembers you. He opens your womb. There will be a celebration. Mazatokondo. God of miracles. How we love you. How we praise you. How we glorify you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a celebration in your home. Let there be a celebration in your house. Let there be a song. A cry of a baby. A cry of babies. A cry of a baby. A cry of babies. A cry of a baby. Come on everybody, clap your hands and shout. Hallelujah. Keep clapping those hands to Jesus. Celebrate with thanksgiving the miracles. Oh, yes, come on. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. Give him praise. 
for the babies, for the conscience, for the one court cases, for growth. Wow, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you. You've been so good to us. Thank you for your power. Thank you for stretching our faith. Thank you for a great word from you tonight. We bless you. Thank you for Pastor James Cato. Thank you for the gift that he is to us as the body of Christ and to us here at Worship House. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you for this day that there is nothing impossible with you. Amen. 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 We are starting to come to the end of our service. We'll soon have communion and then we'll close. But if you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, the best decision you will ever make by a stretch, by a stretch, He's the miracle-working God. He's the one that will make your faith. He will give you his own faith. And then will make that faith alive and active. Amen. So I'm going to ask everyone to stand up on your feet. And everyone just to spend a moment in prayer. Just bow your head and pray, everyone. Just a moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your kindness and your mercy. When we are lost in sin and without hope, when we are lonely and without company, you come to us, you save us, you call us friends. Thank you, Lord. So if you're here or if you are in one of the hosting centers where or the locations where this service is being hosted, or you are alone online and you're saying, Pastor, pray for me, I want to give my life to Jesus. Would you just put your hand up straight where you are? even as everyone else is praying. Put it up until I've seen it. Don't put it down until I've seen it. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, put up your hand. Put it up. Put it up until I've seen it. If you're in one of the locations or you're online or you're in the house, you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want to commit. I want to follow Jesus. I want to receive the free gift of salvation, the free gift of faith. Are you there? Is are you there? Are you in the house tonight? Receiving Jesus. Yes, is the essence of our faith. Amen. Have we all received Christ? Is your neighbor walking with Jesus? Or are they not sure? You can be sure of your salvation tonight. Go ahead and ask them. Ask them, neighbor, are you walking with Jesus? Tell them you can be sure. You can be certain. Oh, yes. All right. So, we can celebrate about that. But if if you are in one of the other places where we are hosting the service and you put your hand up, there is a pastor at the front waiting for you. 
So I need you to go forward and they're going to pray for you to receive Jesus. Amen. Please have your seats as we partake of the communion. Amen. Now when you get the bread and the drink, first wait to eat it or to drink it until we've prayed together. Also, I know that you want to sow a seed into this word. So I'm going to give you an opportunity when we've closed to come and put your seed in the baskets up front. But if you are going to do it on phone, a number is going to go to the screen which you can use to sow your seed into the word. Galatians 6, 6 says, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Amen. It says, do not, be mock, do not be deceived. God is not mocked, cannot be mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, whatever woman sows that he or she will receive. He who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So please plant your See, this, this goes to the, to the preacher. It doesn't go to the church. If you use the church number, the money will go to the church. That's why we are giving you this other number. Amen. What a blessing. What a word. Stretching your faith. Wow. Pastor James, that one of the prophecies you gave that God is giving you the city that city one of our pastors last week God just gave us a breakthrough idea which one of our pastors is trying out and last night in another city not Kampala they had an interest meeting of people who would want to be taught uh, basics of life and he says in a, very, in a small town it's not even a, a, a city status 40 people, corporates, showed up, including Muslims. Exactly as you said, including Muslims. And they are saying, teach us about business, teach us about finance, teach us about marriage. And they said, please allow us to bring our wives as well, so that you can teach us together every week. They have already planned to meet every week in the evening, Thursday evenings, and they are saying they are going to bring all their friends to learn about the principles of the kingdom. And exactly the way, the way you said it is the way I called him this morning, asking him about it and said, 40 people came. They asked to bring their wives in the next meeting. It included Muslims. They said I should also teach about marriage uh, in addition to business and life. This just might be a word for another person, another pastor in another city where God wants to bring those people to your church. But you have to teach them. You have to teach them. Jesus taught them. He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd and he taught them many things. Amen. So, just to confirm that, that, that it's super accurate and already activated in one of the places. So we look forward to seeing that. 
come to pass on a large scale. Amen. Has everyone got the, the communion? Uh, this we do in the name of our Lord Jesus to remember, in remembrance of him, what he has done for us. The body that was broken, the blood that was shed. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm just waiting for a signal from the guest experience team that if you haven't yet got, please put your hand up so that they can find you quicker. That's the quickest survey you can do. Show of hands. Amen. Are you blessed tonight? Wow. Thank you for coming. Week two, Friday. Tomorrow we are not here. We are back on Monday. Yeah. And on Monday you are going to bring some friends with you. As we continue on this journey of faith. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for this bread and this drink. Thank you for the matchless sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. His body that was broken, that ours may be made whole. And his blood that was shed, that we might receive life. So we thank you. We receive it. We bless it and receive it as a, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can have the bread and the, and the cup. Are you grateful for the word tonight? Do you want Pastor James to come back? Are you sure? Hey! What a blessing. Uh, there are 34. There are 34 other places where people are meeting, logging into the word uh, so that people don't have to travel long distances to come here. So, all of you at the other 34 locations in Arua where Mbarara Jinja Mokono Matuka Entebe Makirere Ndeje Iganga Wairaka Budaka Kayaza, Entebbe, I've said Mukono. How many times is Mukono allowed to be said? Mukono, Mukono Central, Entebbe, Entebbe Central. Everywhere. We send you our love and our greetings. We know you've received the word powerfully. And may the miracles that we are witnessing here, may you witness them fully. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand up and close our service. Wow. Those of you who signed up for the preacher's clinic tomorrow, we start at 9. The link is closed because the places got filled up pretty quickly. So if you didn't sign up, do not come. Because there is a list with names. You will be sent back. If you signed up and you don't come, you'll have denied someone else an opportunity. So if you signed up, you need to come. Remember, we have your name. Others will call you and say, why didn't you come when you signed up? Yeah. 
So tomorrow, 9 o'clock, it's only three hours. Preacher's Clinic, take your preaching to the next level. Oh yeah, this is the year of going and glorying. And you need to know what to do when you go. Amen. So Father, we thank you for tonight and the word, the word, the word. And the experience of you and your presence. Whatever you've spoken to us, we receive it. Whatever you've performed in us, we receive it. And we declare that none of it will ever be stolen. Thank you, Lord, for every family represented here. Every couple. All the children whose parents are here. Father, I pray for a blessing upon them and upon their families. May they never lack any good thing. We bless you and thank you. And friends, may God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And may you experience his blessing every day, every day, every day in fullness. In Jesus' name, amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all and forever. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.